Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery and today I'm going to share with you 10 self-help books that will change your life. The books I'm going to share with you have all made an incredible impact in my life and contributed to the life that I have today. And so today I want to pay it forward, share with you some of these books Hopefully you benefit from them, can go out, buy them, read them, devour them, and apply them to your life so that your life gets better as a result of it. Some of these books you maybe already have heard of, others maybe you've never heard of before, in which case you might be able to pull a few books from this uh, that I share with you and benefit from them. My whole life changed because of self-development, because of this whole self-help industry. Because when I was 17 years old, I was in a really dark place in my life. When I was in high school, I was shy. I was very, very introverted and had a lot of social anxiety. I was depressed. I was lonely. I was not a good student, uh, a C student in high school, barely graduated high school. And it was just in a very dark place. I hated myself. I hated my life. And I was addicted to video games because that was my way to escape reality. I didn't enjoy my reality so I could live in this fantasy world and be anything that I wanted to be. And so I avoided reality because I was very unhappy with my life. And self-development was my saving grace because when I was 17 years old, I discovered this world of new possibilities. Before then, I didn't think that you could change. I just thought that this is who I was. I was born this way. Uh, I'm always going to live the rest of my life this way. And um, I kind of felt hopeless and helpless as a result of that. But self-development shifted everything for me because it made me believe this one simple belief that I could change, that I could be, do, have, and experience anything that I wanted in this world, and that I could grow. You know, one of my favorite quotes from Jim Rohn, he says that if you want things to get better in your life, then you must get better. And that if you want things to change, then you must change. And if you change, then everything, everything will change for you. So I really believe that, and that shifted It was like a paradigm shift in my mind that changed everything for me. Uh, From that moment on, when I was 17, I got rid of the video games. I got rid of everything that I felt was limiting me in my life. And I got obsessed and addicted to learning and reading as much as I could um, because I wanted to create a better quality life for myself. And what I found is that when I first started reading and kind of discovering these new self-help ideas and concepts and I'd apply it to my life, I got such an incredible benefit that I got addicted to it. Once you get a taste, 
for the changes that occur in your life as the result of self-help. Maybe it's a shift in your mindset, maybe it's a new habit, um, maybe it's a new belief system or shifting your values or changing your health or your diet or your relationships or something changes and then you experience and see the result and the benefit of that in your life, how as a result of what you learn and you applied it, you have more energy or you have better relationships or people respond to you in a better way or you have more friends or you make more money. All of that, once you get a taste of that, you have a thirst and you get addicted to that process because you see and ex have experienced, more importantly, the rewards of that. And that's what kind of got me that momentum along my journey. And on my journey over the last 17 years now, uh, I'm 34 today, um, I've just been obsessive about learning and growing as much as I can in every aspect of my life. And the cool thing about what I do is I get to share it with you guys and hopefully you guys get a benefit from the things that I've learned and what's benefited my life. Now, oftentimes people ask me, what books do you recommend? My response to that is, what is the area of your life that you're most focused on right now? What's the area of your life that you have goals in that you want to achieve or you have a problem in your life that you want to overcome? Because that's usually how I determine what books I want to read. If I have a, a specific challenge in my life, maybe it's with my beliefs, I want to find books that can support me with that to overcome it. If I have shyness and I want to have more confidence, I'm going to find books on confidence. If I want to make more money, I'm going to find books that can teach me more about finances, the mindset of it, and strategies so I can make more money. If I'm trying to build a business, and that's the number one focus of my life, I'm going to find business books. And I could recommend my top 10 in all those different areas for you. I've done some on my YouTube channel already, for example, on finances, which I'll link to. If you're more specifically uh, wanting to make more money, invest, develop your habits for finances and the beliefs around that, then there's a video that I put out sharing the top 10 finance and money-making books that I'd recommend for you. But I think regardless of all of that, self-help is the foundation because the more that you grow and improve yourself, it benefits every other aspect of your life. I mean, if you wanna make more money, the books I'm gonna share with you are gonna help you do that. It's gonna help you in a more indirect way by helping you be more motivated in your life, by setting goals, by overcoming limiting beliefs and fears and the self-imposed limitations that hold us back from achieving everything that we want in our lives. Um, you know, another quote from Jim Rohn, actually, you know, Jim Rohn's a famous self-development speaker. He passed away a number of years ago, but his wisdom really sticks with me and some of the sayings that he has. And he says that your, inc your income is in proportion to your level of self-development. And so the more that you grow, the more that your income grows. And um, I think that's important to understand. So I'm gonna dive into these books. Um, I'm gonna give you 10, no particular order, order. Um, but here's books that made an impact in my life. And I wanna also kinda share a little bit about these books, and that's why this video might be a little bit longer. I could just give you a list, but I think the context of some of these books can really benefit you guys. And the other thing I wanna mention before I dive into it too is that often, the impact you get from a book is based on where you're at at the stage of the, your life when you read it. So a lot of these books that I've, I'm gonna share with you guys, they were life-changing for me because of where I was at at that stage of my life, at that stage of my development. Um, when I was 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, a lot of these things were brand new. I've never heard of these ideas before in my life. And so when you hear it for the very first time, it's very eye-opening and you know, kind of produces a paradigm shift within yourself versus as you go through the path of self-development, the path of mastery, that journey, often some of the things you might learn or read or hear aren't going to produce that same quantum leap as it once did. 
now you're kind of looking for those 1% refinements in your mindset, your beliefs, your habits, and, and, and different parts of yourself in your life. And, and especially because when you've heard a lot of things so many times, you have to kind of look at it in a different way and you don't get as much as you maybe you once did from it. So I want to mention that some of the books uh, that I'm going to share with you are books that I, you know, kind of early on in my self-development journey, but they're classics and I think they're books that everybody should read. The first one is called Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Man, this book changed my life when I was 18 years old. Um, one of the best self-help books, read it more than once, it still remains one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, Tony Robbins is the person that really uh, was my biggest mentor and role model in self-development. He's kind of like this larger-than-life figure, and I've always re- really respected him because he has... Um, what I believe achieved levels of mastery in multiple areas of life, not just finances or fame or success, but in his relationships, in his health, in his mental and emotional well-being. And I've always you know, respected people that have that great balance of success rather than just financial success. So his book is amazing, really will introduce you to beliefs and empowering questions and your values and um, setting goals and your emotional state Many different things uh, that I emphasize and teach and share with you guys are based on some of Tony Robbins' principles. And a lot of what he teaches are from other people as well because he's kind of similar to myself where he's learned from many different sources and compiles the best of what he's learned and packages it together and delivers it in a really powerful way. Um, Awaken the Giant Within, get that book. Amazing, amazing book. He has another shorter book, shorter summary of that called Notes from a Friend. Although I wouldn't recommend that one until you've read Awaken the Giant Within. Notes from a Friend is a great little uh, short read. You can read it in an hour that summarizes the book and is one to kind of keep with you as a companion at any stage of your life when you're going through a downtime and you just need a friend, someone that cares about you and loves you. And this book will speak to you on that level. And uh, he, he wrote Notes from a Friend as a summary to give away as part of his basket brigade, as part of his foundation where he feeds families on Thanksgiving and uh, something that I've done through his foundation a few times where you get the little books and you give it to homeless people. You give it to people that are going through a tough time and it's just a really great little book that goes along with it. So Awaken the Giant Within, must read book. The second one is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel uh, Ruiz. Fantastic book, short book. Um, Can read it in an hour or two. But the Four Agreements teaches four main agreements and principles that we should all live by. And they're, they're very, very powerful, especially how Don goes into them. You know, the first one being being impeccable with your word, having integrity in your life and how you show up, and that your word means something. That when you say you're going to do something, you do it. And having that integrity is something that's very important as an agreement you keep for yourself. Uh, don't take things personally is another one. Don't make assumptions. You know, oftentimes we assume things based on very limited information. And uh, that's an important agreement to, to, to stick to. So I think everybody should read The Four Agreements. That's a staple, classic. It's a short read. No excuse not to read it. Um, it's a really valuable book. The third one is As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Also another classic. Short read. You can read it in an hour or two. And um, it's a pretty straightforward message. But oftentimes, you know, there's the core message of the book, but reading the book and, and how it's communicated and articulated to you, and especially the stories behind it, 
is really what helps a message or an idea get ingrained in your psyche, in your subconscious mind, so that you really apply it and you live it. It's not enough just to hear a summary of an idea. That's why I encourage people to actually read a book and not just consume a summary of a book because the, 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 the buy-in factor that whatever these ideas are, you have to buy into it and really ingrain it through multiple references is really what allows you to live it. So it might sound simple, as a man thinketh. It's about as you think, you become. Your thoughts produce your reality. Um, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. There's a lot of power to our thoughts and thinking that if you want to change your life, you gotta change your thoughts. And you know, most of our life and the reality and what we manifest is based on our mindset and the thoughts that we have. So that one simple idea and principle of what's taught in this book can change your life in so many ways if you really become aware of your thoughts a lot more and you're able to shift your thinking in a more positive and more empowering way. So recommend that book, As a Man Thinketh. The fourth one is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Fantastic book, oh my gosh. This book changed my life. Uh, the Seven Habits, he even wrote one called The Eighth Habit. Um, you know, Stephen Covey passed away a number of years ago, but as some really incredible content and contributions to the world of self-development. Um, I mean, the first habit, and I don't want to go into all of them, but it's called being proactive because most of us, we're so reactive. We're reactive to events and things that happen in our lives that we're just always in a reactionary mode. Uh, another one of my favorite habits that he has is seek, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Okay, so seek first to understand then to be understood. And that's a powerful one because most often people don't understand you know, each other. There's a lot of division that has occurred in the world of all these different ideologies and doctrines and you know, beliefs and politics, whether you're far left, far right, or far left, or religions. And we don't take the time to understand people, first and foremost, where they're coming from, why they came to that conclusion. Understand their model of the world and their blueprint for life before you judge and criticize. We live in a world where people just jump to conclusions and they, going back to the four agreements, they make assumptions, they make their interpretations without knowing all the information. In fact, one of my favorite stories from Stephen in his book is he shares his stories on a train or a bus and um, there's a man there and he has a few kids with them and the kids are kind of being disturbing. They're being loud, they're all over the place and um, in a public environment like that on a bus or a train, they're you know, agitating Stephen, and so he's getting frustrated by this, he's irritated by these kids, because the, the man, the father, is not doing anything about it. And so he finally gets so irritated, so frustrated, that he confronts the man, and he kind of gets a little bit annoyed at him and says, are you gonna do something about these kids? And he says it in that tone of voice where he's kind of upset about it. And the man responds back to them, and he says, you know, I'm so sorry, you know, um, the, the kids, their mom just died. And they're going through a really hard time. I don't think they know how to take it. And quite frankly, I don't know really how well to take it myself. And when Stephen heard that, it totally changed his perception. That he realized, you know, first, before I make a conclusion or a judgment about something, you know, maybe this person is going through a really tough time. Maybe their, their wife just died and their, you know, the kid's mother just died. And when you understand the context of that, then you have more compassion instead of judgment, instead of 
um, you know, criticizing someone for that. You know, no different perhaps when you get cut out, you know, um, cut off on the road when you're driving your car, you can be angry at that other driver, but you know, maybe they cut in front of you because they have an emergency and uh, they got to get to the hospital or who knows what. And so there's many different interpretations and meanings that we can make and try to understand first before we react and before we come to an assumption and a conclusion about things. And there's just so much great wisdom in this book uh, that helps you look at things in a very different way. Uh, the next one, 12 Rules for Life by Dr. Jordan Peterson, uh, a famous Canadian psychologist who uh, has become more popular over the last few years. I tend to agree with a lot of what Jordan shares. And this is a, a bit of a different self-help book. Um, and I do recommend before reading this book to watch some interviews and lectures of Jordan Peterson online first. So you can kind of understand his position. And because, um, you know, in the self-help book, it's different than a lot of other self-help books. It's not an easy read because he references, excuse me, he references um, religion. He re- references, uh, you know, a lot from the book of Genesis. He references a lot from politics, different philosophers like Nietzsche and, um, you know, uh, you know, politics like Marxism and, and different things like that. So it's, it's a, a bit of a denser read in some ways and he has a different style of communicating, but the message is really, really powerful. And especially when you watch some of the videos and then you read the book, you'll get more from it in my opinion. Um, but the core message for him is taking responsibility for your life and not deflecting responsibility, not blaming, but getting your act together. You know, he says, clean your room. Make sure that your room is in order and that you get yourself together first. And that's one of the best ways you can make an impact in the world rather than you're having your life as a disaster than going out trying to make changes in the world, which is very complex and difficult. We should start with ourselves first and take responsibility. And part of responsibility is, not, is, is taking a load, carrying a burden in your life and, and, and growing and growing up from that and... Um, and finding the meaning in that. And that's what produces a, a great meaning in our lives. And so Dr. Jordan Peterson um, has got a lot of really great content, but his book is a, is a great one that I can recommend. Uh, number six is Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Um, man, I read this book in 2012 when I was doing a fitness competition. And this is a great book that really teaches the power of visualization in the subconscious mind how so much of our reality can be manifested based on what we visualize here. Our self-image is what he calls it. And the story that I remember the most is uh, he shares how we all have this self-image. And I think um, Maxwell Maltz was a um, plastic surgeon, or at least he references one, where he was doing rhinoplasty, rhinoplasty on a patient, so getting a nose job. And what he noticed is through plastic surgery, even though that person's physical looks would change, their self-image of their self wouldn't change, and that we all have a fixed self-image of how we perceive ourselves. And um, not until you change your self-image that your life and everything else changes as a result of that. So this book goes heavily into visualization, and um, you know the human mind, it can't tell the difference when you visualize something that is vividly happening in your mind versus something that's actually happening in reality. 
And so the power of your subconscious mind, when you visualize, in my case, doing a fitness competition, I'd visualize myself and change my self-image to see myself having the body that I wanted to have, being fit, being healthy, or being successful, or being a confident speaker. I'd visualize and see that again and again, and as a result of that, the reality and the changes on the outside world would manifest as a result of my self-image changing. So fantastic book, uh, Psycho-Cybernetics is a classic, highly recommend it. The next one is How to Win Friends and Influence People. Man, that's a classic book, must read for everybody, learning how to make friends. Basic communication and social skills is really what this book's about and how to influence people and uh, I guess persuade them, but not in a manipulative way, but in a way that uh, influences people to 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 go for more choices in their life and to create a better quality of life. So it's a great book for building rapport, relationships with people, connecting with people, developing friendships, communication skills. And if you're into sales and marketing, that's also great because it'll teach you some elements there that can help you uh, in the marketing of your business or your products. Okay, the next one is The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. Now, this is a great book, but there's a great movie that goes along with it. I watched the movie first, and then I read the book. Uh, the movie is fantastic. The Peaceful Warrior, highly recommend it. Uh, it's a true story of Dan Millman, and it's kind of a bit of a spiritual book. But uh, Dan Millman was a popular, popular, good-looking guy in school. He's a gymnast, you know, athlete competing to go into the Olympics, high achiever. You know, good family life has girls in his life. I mean, he's got everything that you would think you would want as someone who's young in university, um, everything you could want. But he's not happy with himself and he's not happy in his life. And he meets this man that he calls Socrates, which is a wise man. And he starts embarking a lot of wisdom for him in his life and helps him to realize that he's been chasing, for example, the destination and not appreciating the journey. You know, a simple principle like that is really well articulated in the book and in the movie. And that he's got so much mind chatter. He's living up in his head, worrying about what people think of him so much that Socrates helps him learn how to be present in his life and to live in the now. And that the now is the only thing that exists. And that uh, he's so attached to things and he lives in his ego. And Socrates helps him dissolve the ego and to not live his life just for significance. And all of these valuable changes, he's changing them from the inside, and as a result, the outside changes for him as well. And I don't want to spoil the book or the movie, but he goes through a, a huge tragedy, which often happens in our lives, that you think you know, you're on this path and everything's going your way and you're making you know, progress and momentum, and the unthinkable happens. Adversity shows up. And it's got a lot of valuable um, wisdom there on how to overcome that adversity and challenges that show up in your life. So I highly recommend the book and the movie. There are some follow-up books too. And I also really enjoy uh, the writing of Dan Millman. Okay, number nine is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Amazing classic book. Um, you know, this is originally written in Portuguese but it's such a great story, such a great story. Um, it's a story. You know, I read this book when I was young and it, it can definitely relate to this book. If you're lost in your life, if you don't know what your purpose is, you're trying to pursue your dreams because it's a story of a boy, Santiago, 
and, and him following his heart and trying to discover his, his path in life and his purpose in life. And it's just so much wisdom in that. And I think we can all relate to that because we're all trying to find our path and trying to find our calling and you know, trying to follow our heart's desires. And so it's a re- really well-written story, um, a fictional story. And it's a, it's a book that's you know, a different type of self-help book that's not just like the factual information and the steps and the knowledge, but it's wisdom embedded in a story that takes you on the journey that helps you really reinforce it and really you know, enjoy uh, the process of reading the book. So that's a fantastic book that I can recommend. And the last one, and I'll give you one bonus, but the last one I've got is The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Uh, not to be confused with the art... Um, not to be confused with uh, The Art of War by Sun Tzu, a very different book. Uh, but The War of Art is a book that helps you overcome procrastination, fear, laziness, whatever is preventing you from taking action in your life. He calls it resistance. And identifying that resistance and how to deal with that resistance is what allows you to get past it. And so every single day, every morning, when you wake up, resistance is right there, you know, right there. And it's trying to prevent you from doing the things that you know you should do for yourself and for that day to get better in your life and to achieve what you want. And so this is a, a, such a great book that helps you get past that resistance and be free from it in many ways, um, but to take more action, especially if procrastination was a big issue for you. When I dealt with a lot of procrastination in my life, this book was a book that really helped me a lot. So highly recommend that book as well. The bonus that I'll give you guys, um, it's a book, the, I forget what the author's name is, Tom, Tom Bowden, I think, but the name of the book is 50 Self-Help Classics. And basically what this guy did, he's a great writer, great researcher, but he compiled a book of 50 of the best self-help books of all time. And each chapter, he goes into each book and maybe writes a few pages on it. It's more of a summary of it. Um, But what I really enjoyed about reading this book is, one, it gave me a lot of great ideas for what books that I'd be interested in reading. And so just by reading the summary of the top 50 books, of self-development. You get a lot of pieces from each one as you read the summary of it, but you get to pick which ones that you might be motivated to actually pick up and read and go deeper through. But also a lot of them I had already read and it's been many years since I read some of these self-help books. And so just by going through this again and reading the summary, it brought back a lot of memories that had kind of faded of some really incredible books um, and the messages of that. So fantastic book. I actually found him through another book that he has called 50 Psychology Classics. And um, at that time, I was really diving deeper into psychology and wanting to know what the best psychology books are and really learn as much as I could about the different schools of psychology and the history of it. And so this book, he kind of broke down the top 50 psychology books. And then that led me to reading some of his other ones. He's got one, 50 Self-Help Classics, 50 Psychology Classics that I've read, uh, 50 Success Classics the top books on success, and 50 spirituality classics, top most uh, spiritual books of all time. And um, it's a really fantastic book. So that'd be a great one if you want more ideas for books and want kind of a summary of the top 50 books uh, in the self-help world um, that I could recommend. And all these books, I'm gonna link to them below for you guys in the description on the blog. um, So you can uh, check them out on Amazon if you'd like. But that's it, that's it. Now I could mention so many books, it's so hard to do these videos, there's so many books uh, that I'd love to share with you guys, but 
Um, these are some of the top 10 that have impacted my life the most. And I'm just always so grateful for these books and the ideas in them and that books are so inexpensive. I mean, you can get a book for 10, 20 bucks and the wisdom and the benefit it can provide for your life far outweighs that. Some of these books have not only helped me make thousands, if not millions of dollars uh, financially, but more than that, things that are not as measurable, like your confidence and your happiness and your relationships and your peace of mind and all those other aspects of life. I think these books will give you an amazing foundation to support you in achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life. So I can't recommend these books enough. And I'd love to hear from you. What are books that you've read that are self-help books that are some of your favorites? What would you add to the list? Um, maybe there's one or two or three out of these that you might go out and get for yourself. But I'd love to hear from you. You know, if you've, you've read a few books, share below in the comments. Share below here in this video. What are some of those books? I'd love to check out some that I haven't uh, yet read. And I'm always trying to learn and check out some new books. Um, so please leave a comment below. And of course, if you enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe here for more videos on Project Life Mastery. So I want to thank you guys so much for your time. Hopefully you enjoyed this video. Uh, if you are interested in more videos like this, I can do more, either sharing more self-help books or I'd even love to do like top 10 relationship books, top 10 health books, top 10 spirituality books, top 10 business books. Because um, as I mentioned, you know, depending on what area of your life you're focused on, you might be more interested in relationships, your health, your spirituality, your business, marketing, whatever it might be. So let me know if you're interested in me doing more videos like this in the comments, and I'll consider that uh, for some future videos. Thank you so much. God bless you. See you again in the next video. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.